Strength in the Shadows, the podcast where we fearlessly navigate the art of building discipline, cultivating grit, mastering resilience, and unlocking true potential. Surpass your limits and join us on this journey of transformation as we unapologetically explore the intersection of fitness, mindset, and unwavering accountability. Welcome, my friend. Let's go. So before we get into the story, I want to make something extremely clear. This is not easy for me to record. This is actually quite difficult. I am uncomfortable. I don't want to share it as it's very personal, and I've never actually publicly shared any of this with anybody. At the same time, though, right, I made a commitment. I made a pact that if I was to ever start a podcast, right, I would not hold back. I'd be vulnerable. I'd be authentic, transparent. And if having a difficult conversation can help at least one other person, right, if it can save at least another individual, to me, all of this is worth it. And I think this subject, right, relationships, breakups, a lot of people out there can relate to it. Obviously, there's different levels to the game. People are different, so there are different experiences. And I know there are some horror stories out there. But at the end of the day, hopefully, sharing our experiences can help and uplift other people. Also, two points I want to make clear. Firstly, I'm super lucky because most, if not all, the women I've ever dated or been with are actually really cool, really good people. Beautiful inside and out, right? They were awesome. It just didn't work out. And I'm grateful to have had the privilege to be a part of their life for at least the short term or the long term. Truly, I am grateful for that. And I wish them nothing but the best. In addition, secondly, right? With this breakup, I want everyone to know there was no funny business, right? So I myself have never been cheated on, to my knowledge, and I've never cheated on a girlfriend. So that made it, I think, a little bit easier here. Um, it was cordial. It was respectful. Right? There was no drama. We had a lot of love for each other. But that doesn't make it any less difficult. And so I think everyone listening here can remember, right, in their own experiences, day one, right, that first breakup or when it's all fresh and new and it has just happened. It's crazy, right? I remember sitting there in the room we're both crying, we're both sad, and she's on the floor sitting there with her snowboard in her lap. We had gone on a snowboarding trip and I was teaching her how to snowboard. She was crushing it, she was picking it up quickly. And that was like one of our, you know, date weekends, so to speak. And her board was dope, had awesome graphics on it, cool decals. And she's sitting there with it in her lap and she looks up at me and she asks a simple question. And dude, it broke my heart. When I think about it, man, holy shit, it was like the straw that broke the camel's back. She looks up at me and she asks, who's going to teach me how to snowboard now? And dude, I lost it. I had to get the hell out of there. And I told her before leaving the house, hey, listen, if there's anything in this house that will bring you value, right, that will help you move forward, please take it. And I was prepared leaving the house that day to come back with even everything gone and being okay with that, truthfully. And so I got in the van, called my best friend, right? I'm crying. I'm hysterical. He calms me down and he's like, dude, come up to LA, get up here to Los Angeles, stay with me. I got you. We'll talk more when you get into town, but hey, drive safe. You're going to be okay. It's all good. And I needed that so badly at that time. So much love to my best friend. He was there for me then. He always is. And I assume always will be much love to him. And so I got in the van driving north, and I'm bawling my eyes out. I am so sad, right? I'm in a tough spot. I'm blasting like Juice World, right? The song All Girls Are the Same. I played that like, what, 
15 different times. And uh, I was in the fields, man, right? And if you were another car driving by and looked over at me as I'm probably like so ugly crying, having like, I don't know, in your eyes, maybe this medical episode or like some screaming fit, I was just, dude, rock bottom. And so I get to LA I'm with my buddy. It's really nice. Talk some sense into me, calms me down. I get some good rest at night. The next day I link up with one of my Spaniard buddies living and working in LA at the time. We have lunch together, gets my head on straight. Really nice time. Really appreciate him making time for me in you know such a difficult time. And so after that lunch, right, it was time to face the demons and head back down to San Diego. Didn't want to, but we had to face it. I had to get back to my house. And so got back to Sand Dog, enter the house. And you want to talk about vibes? You want to talk about energy? Dude, total 180. Half the house was gone. It was cold. It was hollow. It was just terrible vibes. Furniture, blenders, towels, toiletries, shoes, you name it. Half of everything in there, right? The identity or the feel of the house is like completely different. So I walked in, got into my room there. and I'm looking around. And I'm like, damn, this is real. What are we going to do? And to anyone listening right now, right? There are two choices, two paths. You make the choice yourself and choose wisely. The first path, which most people gravitate towards and is not the answer, is self-destruction. Whether that's self-medicating, trying to numb yourself, drugs, alcohol, food, going out that night or that weekend and just trying to sleep with and get around with as many people as possible, not the move. And I had trusted this insight or advice from other people that I knew who in their own experiences went down that route and told me, Joe, with 100% certainty, this never works out for the good. Don't do it. Invest in yourself, health, fitness, mental, physical, emotional health. It's the way to do it. Stay away. So I trusted them, right? Roger that. So the other path you can take, which you may not be in the mood for, but it is the right way to go. And that's self-growth. Can you take the lessons learned? Can you take your failures or your weaknesses and craft them and work on them, right? To be able to be a better partner in the future. Whether you two link up again or you're with another individual, right? How can you grow as a person? Even out of a, outside of a romantic relationship, right? Being a better coworker, a better friend, a better sibling, a better mother or father or you know brother or sister, whatever it may be. How can we be better for other people and bring more value? And so day one of this recovery back in San Diego, I said, let's go. Let's do this. Let's start off with a micro win and build some momentum. So the first thing I did was clean the room, vacuumed, cleaned all surfaces, opened all windows, did laundry, made the bed, cleaned the bathroom, and I felt a little bit better, right? A little bit of momentum there, which was great. Afterwards, right? Step two was, you guessed it, we go gym. It's the last thing I wanted to do, truthfully. I always love a good workout, right? However, in this time, you will see that in the two to three weeks post-breakup, going to the gym oftentimes is the last thing you're going to want to do. No inspiration, no motivation. Morale is at an all-time low. You don't want to sweat demons and move your body. Listen up, though. It's a non-negotiable. You have to do it. Every single day, show up for yourself. 
whether it's 10 minutes, 30 minutes, three hours, whatever you can give, do it. Because after that workout, right, both physically and chemically, we're better for it and you will feel a little bit better. Each workout, I felt better, I got better, and that was a huge, huge saving grace. In addition, right, earlier in the story, I mentioned I had told my ex-girlfriend, take whatever will bring you value. So there are two things that unfortunately were taken from the house. I don't blame her either, right? But one of which was the Theragun, the massage gun. Boy, did I love that thing. I missed it so much after she took it, but it was for the best. And once again, I hope that it brought value and that she's still using it. Incredible piece. In addition, when I stepped into the gym for that first workout, right? I noticed that the ski erg was gone. Oh my God, the ski erg, the gains I had made on that bad boy. It was gone. And this actually wasn't her fault. So when her family or friends were helping her move out of the house, right? One of her family members, as I'm told, grabbed the ski erg and started wheeling it to the truck or to the van. Well, she stopped him or said, hey, I want Joe to have that. It was his gift coming back from his second deployment. Keep it here. And she went inside to go grab some boxes or whatever. Well, of course, this family member was sad. He was angry. Maybe he had some resentment. I don't blame him. Seriously, all good. But nonetheless, he grabbed that bitch, right? He grabbed the ski erg and he loaded it in. And the ski erg was now gone from the gym. Some days later or some weeks later, she did actually reach out, which I appreciated the gesture. And she said, hey, the ski erg was taken. We can arrange something for you to come pick it up or grab it or we can drop it off. I don't exactly remember what she said, but it was really nice, really sweet of her. And I reminded her, hey, if you're going to use it, if it's going to bring you value, please, I want you to have the ski erg. So hopefully she appreciated that. And hopefully she's still using that piece as well. Going forward, though, right, having those two specific gifts out of the house those would be distractions or reminders, right? Demons of some of the memories. And to move forward and grow and get better, probably for the best that both those pieces left the house. Now, one of my insecurities, right? One of my failures as a man and as a partner at the time was my lack of experience or knowledge with cooking. Was definitely not proud of it. We went out to eat a lot, spent a lot of money on date nights. I don't regret it, but I will tell you, when you stop going out to eat and you cook inside the house, controlling the ingredients, it's crazy, right? Your physical gains, right? Your performance, your progress in the gym skyrockets, right? In addition, you save a ton of money. It was absolutely insane. And for six months, dude, I made a promise that I would not eat out at a restaurant post-breakup. YouTube, cooking recipes, I practice, I practice, I practice. I'm still no Rachel Ray, right? But... I do feel better about it because at the time, I'm embarrassed to say this. I could cook what? Dino chicken nuggets, scrambled eggs, toast, and like pasta. I mean, dude, super, super pathetic. But we got better in time. And I'll never forget, right? The first time going to the grocery store to Trader Joe's, I was petrified, absolutely petrified of the spice rack. So I go grocery shopping, grab everything. And I'm checking out and the gentleman there at the counter looks at me and he goes, hey man, you're going to be good. It's okay. This too shall pass. And I looked at him and I was like, dude, I'm struggling right now. How'd you know? Like, 
I just broke up with my girlfriend. First time, you know, going grocery shopping alone. It's a, it's a struggle. And he looked at me and he nodded. He said, hey, man, I'm actually right now going through a divorce, 20 plus years marriage, right? And had three kids. Dude, it's so hard. I'm with you. One day at a time. Hey, we'll beat this. We'll be better for it. And at that time, man, I needed to hear that. It was so genuine. It was so authentic. It was so real. He actually meant it. And so much love to him, wherever he may be, wishing him all the best. Well, weeks, months, and now years go by. And at least with me, how I look at it, all I care and want is for people to be doing well and to be happy. Whether that's with me or someone else, everyone deserves to be happy. Relationships in general, right? They're not going to all be, you know, fine and dandy with no fights or arguments, right? But at the end of the day, people deserve to get and to be with someone who can provide what they're looking for. Obviously, there's going to be, so to speak, sacrifices. You need to be flexible with certain things. Obviously, communication is huge. But at the end of the day, there are things people shouldn't settle on if it means a lot to them. So choose your partners wisely. Well, now that it's been years, right, I can look back. and I want to give two tidbits of advice or pieces of insight that I've gathered that I really recommend. And if you're listening right now and you're going through it or you're about to go through it, listen up. First off, social media, right, your phone whether that's text messages, voicemails, right? Scrolling endlessly at night through the photo album, going on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, stop. Don't do it. The curiosity may be there. You might be in a drunken stupor. Don't call. Don't text. I know you miss them. I know you're sad. There will be a time or a day to convene if you guys both choose to. But at the end of the day, you're feeling lonely you're sad, you may miss them, put the fucking phone down and do not go investigate and search their social media to see what they're up to. Bad idea. And I will give myself credit for that. Okay. I had immaculate discipline. I did not cave in to the curiosity or the pressure to go see ever what she was doing or what she was up to. And that helped a lot. That was part of me moving forward and growing and staying focused. In addition, to some of the young bucks out there that may be listening. Understand this, and I'll keep it short and to the point. But when you go through something like this, especially, right, a breakup, you will know who is in your inner circle, right? You will know. And you may not like the answers you're given, right? At the end of the day, as a dude at least, I would like to say that there's a level of bro code, right, or boundaries that you would hope or expect your friends to honor and take. I won't go super into details with that, but you will notice and see people fall off or maybe you had friends, for example, who told you how much you meant to them, how much they're thinking about you. They can't wait to come and train or work out with you or go on a run or grab coffee or a drink, whatever it may be. And years go by or an event like this happens and they don't give a single flying shit about you. And that's good to know. At the time, it's very difficult. For me, for example, right, there were people that I thought I meant a lot to, and clearly I didn't. So maybe they would come into town, right, come into San Diego, and I would have thought they would have had the decency or the interest, right, to hit me up, check in on me, 
let let me know that they were in town or maybe we could meet up or even if they didn't want to at least just say hey pretty busy can't swing it got a lot going on just want to let you know i'm here dude it was honestly pretty disappointing right especially during that time where i had people that i thought would be there for me that weren't and it's all good right no resentment we've moved on but it's very nice now to know especially going through everything i've gone through in the years now to really know who has my back and who's on my team i'll leave it at that in addition to expand on this story right it's been three, three plus years, maybe four years now. I don't even know, but the truth always comes out, right? You can run from it, but you can't hide. And so the other day, this is absolutely wild. It's bizarre. It's hilarious though. I love it. The other day, my path crosses with this specific X, right? At least up to this point around San Diego, believe it or not, our paths had never crossed. I had never seen her in years. Didn't know if she was still single. Didn't know who she may be seeing. Is she working where she is now? Is she traveling? I mean, I had no idea. I was in the dark. And I liked it that way. However, right, where the story goes is a fine wedding on a summer evening on the bay right there in San Diego. I show up to this wedding unknowingly walking into a trap. It was an absolute ambush. You cannot make this shit up. And some of you, if you were me in my position, you would have had the fear of God struck into you. It was insane. There wasn't just one ex-girlfriend of mine at this wedding. There were two ex-girlfriends of mine at the wedding. Back-to-back exes. It was crazy. But you know what? They seemed to be doing well. They looked happy. The ex that I've been talking about in the story here was with another gentleman. He seemed to be a nice guy, taking good care of her. And that honestly made me happy to see. In addition, right, you will learn. Once again, like I said, you can't run from the truth. It will come and smack you across the face, right? And I think it's actually more so just like, I don't even know if weird is the word, right? But it's just like, it's astonishing how fast time goes on and people move on as they should, right? And so much, for example, in the last two, three, four years has happened, not only obviously in their life, but obviously in mine. And that's part of the journey. And to accept that and to be at peace with that is a really important thing. And so after the wedding, right? It was such a good time, man. It was so nice. The venue was amazing. So happy for the groom and the bride. They're absolutely crushing it. A lot of people from all over the world flew in for the event. So it was really nice to connect with them. And after the wedding, right? It's all over. We had our fun. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay, I have learned a lot of these truths or a lot of these things that were realities that I had, you know, thrown to the side for years because I just didn't want to know. Well, you know what? It's time to face the demons. It's time after three plus years of indestructible discipline. I'm going to pull up social media and see everything that I missed, right? I didn't want 98, 99% closure. I wanted everything. I wanted 100% closure moving forward. One and done. This was it. I had my chance. So I pulled up social media and boom. There it was, chronologically documented everything that had happened. Boom, 
boom, boom. From present day all the way to the day we broke up. And I soaked it all in. And I shut the app. I shut off my phone. And dude, honestly, man, truthfully, I was at peace. She seemed happy. She seemed to be doing well, right? The person she was with or she had chosen seemed to be actually a good dude and was taking good care of her. And that truthfully made me happy and brought me at peace. And since then, I've had no curiosity, zero interest to pull up social media and do some check-ins or snoop. Literally not. It's all good. And all I want is for people to be doing well and to be happy. That's super important to me. And I'm very happy with where I'm at in my life right now. So I couldn't ask for anything more. Listen up. If you're going through a breakup right now, or you're about to be, or maybe you're in a relationship that isn't doing too well. At the end of the day, what I learned, my takeaways from everything, whether it was this breakup story or others before, at the end of the day, things I'm taking are, you have to be honest. Be truthful for what you want, your intentions, what you expect, what you like, what you don't like. Communicate. I'm still working on that. Communication is so key. It's so vital and it's not easy, especially having difficult conversations. And you never want to hurt somebody, right? That's not what your intention is. But it's better to be that or to do that than to be deceptive or to think that nothing will come out of it or things that you're trying to hide or put to the side. Dude, the truth always arises. Be honest, be upfront, and going forward, especially after that breakup, no matter how difficult, no matter how challenging it is with another woman or even with friends or family members, I'm going to keep it real. I'm going to be honest. And if people like that, then great. And if not, all good. In addition, there are people right now, right, that are feeling maybe some pressure. They've been with somebody in a relationship, right, for a year, two years, three years, five years, and they're feeling pressure from their parents, their grandparents, maybe their current girlfriend or boyfriend's family, right? When are you putting a ring on my daughter's finger? Hey, we want grandkids. When's the wedding? When's this happening? I'm so sorry. I'm going to be frank here and I apologize for my language, but fuck all of those people. They don't matter. The only people that matter, the only people that know truthfully how your relationship is, is you and the other person. You know the current status, you know the trajectory, you know what you both want. Other people don't matter. Don't care how short or how long you've been together. You need to do what's best for you. And don't force kids, right? If your relationship is rocky, don't think having kids is going to save you or getting engaged is going to turn it all around. Focus on how you can better enhance the relationship, how you can better serve one another, how you can sacrifice, but also make your needs met, right? Communicate. It's my biggest recommendation, and it's not always easily, especially as men out there, right? Being vocal, right, or vocalizing, what we want or what we're thinking. We're all at different levels with that, but do your best, right? It's a work in progress one day at a time. So with that, thank you so much for listening. I hope this story brought value. I hope my insider experiences, right, can save, help or save at least one other person. And all we can do is take it one day at a time. I'm with you. I've been there. If you've ever, you know, in a deep, dark spot, if you need anything, please hit me up. 
I'm always here. Send me a DM, send me an email. We'd love to hear from you guys. You're going to be okay. I know it's difficult. I know it's hard. You may be struggling. You may think that you'll never rebound. You'll never find someone else. Listen up, brother. Listen up, sister. I promise you, you're going to be okay. No negative self-talk here, okay? You can be sad. You can be upset. But realize and understand that this will pass and everything works out as it should. Follow your gut. In a relationship now or out of a relationship. Follow your gut. Do what's best for you. And you will find the right match, right? The perfect match and live a happy life going forward. This is temporary, right? Embrace the struggle and seek growth. Let's go one day at a time. As we come to a close, I would like to express my sincere appreciation to each and every one of you for joining us on this transformative journey. If you found value in our discussions and stories, I would greatly appreciate if you could take a moment to leave a review for my podcast. Your reviews not only fuel my passion for creating meaningful content, but also allow others to discover this empowering space. Your support truly makes a difference. All links are in the description. Thank you for being an essential part of this dynamic community. Goodbye for now, and remember, keep going.